Human Radio. It was dark. Is it six? Six is the number. Ooh, what's the number of six, Dandy? It is, it's episode six and it's gone dark outside all of a sudden, very quickly. Things are feeling very strange. It's all, it's all gone a different angle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what angle that is, but yeah, it yeah. is a different angle. I don't like it. Maybe it's an obtuse angle. Maybe it is. I don't like it. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit unnerved, if anything else. <laughs> More. Well, possibly, because there's, a, there's another set of eyes staring at us, staring at you, Andy. There is. Fierce. Yeah. It's me old mate. Who's? It's me old pal. It's uh, we've got um, Phil Goodall on the show tonight, um, aka Swirler Burner, the master of the master of electronic music. Absolutely fantastic. I've known Phil for years, and I'm dead pleased that he's on the show. Really, really happy that he's here. You're right, Phil. Well, it's an honour, folks. <laughs> some quality on this show and I've got a lot to live up to. <laughs> Commander Phil wow. in the room. Yeah, Commander Phil. In the house. <laughs> have you, how many tracks have we got on from Phil tonight? Is it seven? We've got two on tonight. Two? We've got one called um, March of the Freaks and another one called Cyber Gangster. Well, I, 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 I had a bit of a listen to these this afternoon um, and uh, they're two very, very different tracks, Phil. Um, and I love them both. Yeah. There's one I love, well, it's because it's right up my alley. I just absolutely love it. It's just, since I sit with the first 30 seconds, geez, this is just amazing. I wish I'd written this. It's fantastic. I'm not going to tell you which one it is until we've listened to them both. You'll probably guess. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I've got no opinion on my own work. (laughs) They're both belters, but one's a double belter. That's what I've got at the moment, double belt. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, Andy, you pick, you, you've, well, obviously, we've got Phil in tonight. We've got a double belter from Phil, triple yeah. belter if you do uh, if you do with the two plus the one. Uh, but yeah, we've yeah. also got some other significant tunes on tonight. I mean, we have every week you manage to pick them out from the internet around the world. Well, around the world, I say around Cheshire, really, more than anything else. But <laughs> yeah. you managed to... Yeah. Around the A55, <laughs> really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> A55, anything three miles off the A55. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you have got... picked up some amazing stuff tonight. Do you want to just give us a quick bit, bit, of, a, bit of an inkling of what we've got coming up? I'll tell you what I like about tonight is we've, got, um, we've actually got some fresh stuff. So stuff that's actually um, appeared since the last show two weeks ago. Um, so I'm very happy to have been able to pounce on some brand new things. Um, we've got some, we've got, uh, we've got a very nice one from, um, Joel, uh, Dr. Skyme and, and friends, um, which is, well, he said it was from 2008. It sounds absolutely fantastic. So we've got some brand new stuff. We've got a bit of old stuff. Uh, we've got something brand new from Robbie's, um, put, uh, uh sorry, Etch-A-Sketch. She's put a new album out this week. I think it might be the first album he's put out there, but we've got one of the tunes fresh off there. Um, we've got something from the um, head honcho of the Emon movement, Martin Christie. We've got one of mine, and we've got uh, something from Fourth Eden as well, along with the two awesome tunes from Swirler Burner. It's quite a night. It's it's quite a setup you put there, Andy. You've uh, you've lined them up beautifully as always, and yeah. There is a lot to live up to because we have had some significant tunes before, but I know what's coming up. Yeah, and I know yeah. we've got more than enough to live up to those 
expectation. Well, we've got we've got something really good to start us off anyway, haven't we? So we've got Sword Swing and Robot. So Phil, you, yeah. I'm sure you've had a listen to this one. What 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 was your impressions of? I mean, Sword Swing and Robot. It, Matt is, is is always great, isn't he? Right. Well, Matt. Uh... I love his stuff. It's fantastic. He, he never fails to produce quality work. Um, I can't believe he's not never been signed. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, what did shock me to the core was he came from Penny Gross, <laughs> which is Welsh. Penny for, like, cheap and gross for awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I have to... I only know this place because I used to have to go there as a kid just, when I went on I holiday to, to the nearby dynasty. I need to correct your pronunciation. It's Penny Groys. It's Groys. Penny Groys. I know the Welsh isn't the best. Don't worry. I'll pick you up but, on your um, Welsh at any point throughout the whole thing. Don't worry, Phil. It's fine. But little did I know that that was fate and that one day from that awful place that I thought it was then, because I've been recently and it's changed. It's beautiful now. The investment that's gone into the place is incredible. But if I was to know what marvellous tunes were going to come out of that place, and this one that he's done, I think it's like a Turkish delight. It's full of Eastern promise. Oh, it's got a razor edge of a flashing scimitar in it, full of mystical and spirituality that transcends that transcends the tune itself. I think it's absolutely marvellous. Just a quick quick question, though, Phil. So if you were to choose a Turkish delight, would you go classic Turkish delight or would you go fries with a bit of a chocolate outing? Fries. Every time. Fries, Turkish Every delight. Time. good man. Yeah, because we used to shoplift it from the full <laughs> shop that used to be at Dina Stinkler. <laughs> fries, Turkish delight. And you can seldom find a fries, uh, what's it called? The, the, the nice minty cream one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fries, um, mint, yeah, mint, mint cream. cream. Yeah, there was yeah. a peppermint cream as well. It's <laughs> peppermint it's cream. Yeah. In the corner shop, you'll find that in now. Oh, good <laughs> luck! But what a wonderful description and perfect uh, description of what we've got coming. Uh, Andy, I don't think you need to need to add anything else to that. Unless you've That's got it. I've got to take, I'm not, I can't take it. All I can tell you, it's brand new. It's a it's a live recording that he did from a. Um, uh, a festival, not uh, not the main stage festival, but um, it's a pretty new tune, and this is a fresh recording, fresh live recording. Right, well, let's all have an injection of Cadbury's Bruce and uh, get straight into Sword Swinging Robot. What's this called, Andy? It's called Clockwork. Oh, in that case, let's take in. strength to others 
we strengthen ourselves. If we give hope to others, we give hope to ourselves. I think there's something so utterly fascinating about the way that by giving something, you don't lose it. It multiplies the goodwill and the sense of, I don't know, security and safety amongst us all. It's just important at this point to remember that there are others and those other people remember that there is you. The only thing that will save us will be empathy, sympathy, kindness, generosity and love.
Only human radio. Wow. Well, yes, that was a Turkish delight. Phil, you're absolutely right. And it's a good job I had the chocolate outing on there as well, because I'd have been disappointed otherwise. But Matt always puts a chocolate outing on side. Anything. What on earth am I rambling on about? I've no idea at all. That, that, that was amazing, though. That really was. Um, we've got something equally amazing coming up now, though, haven't we, Andy? This is, this is, a, this is a belter. Stop saying this belter. Is a, this is a, a little... Cell. This is a... Gl- that <laughs> this is a collective called um, Bad Request, and it features a favourite of the show, um, Joel, aka Doctor Skyme. Um, he's gone. He, he didn't. I don't know if he wanted me to mention that, but uh, the collective is called Bad Request, and it features a guy called Danny Webbucks, who have not come across before, and his brother Sam. Um, a brief explanation was that they all created a couple of bits for this. And that by using some kind of controller or something, they jammed it together and it sounds like a a fantastic way of making things. But they were each responsible for a little part of this, which they've live jammed into this performance. And it is well cool. Sound like I'm yeah. trying to be fifteen there, but yeah, it is well cool. So, Phil, what's yeah, you? It is well cool. Yeah. It is well cool. What Phil? What's yeah. you find about it? Well, I've had a good listen to it, and I'm. I'll keep him with the, like, um, confectionery and food sort of um, themed reviews. And to me, it was like a, some really, remember, sugary jelly tops yeah. and sherbet being fired at a cowbell <laughs> with a bit of beef jerky base coming in underneath. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Put my teeth on edge in a good way. Yeah, yeah. That's a, Fabulous. Um, I think that his brother Sam is... is uh, is responsible for the sort of string melody line in there. And Joel did say that he's a bit confused how come his brother doesn't really make very much music because he says it's the best bit of this tune. I mean, I like all of it, but... Uh, yes, yeah, it's fabulous. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Was yeah. it the bass line you said his brother's responsible for? No, it was the uh, the synthy kind oh, of the melody. Okay. okay. The, the lovely sort of uh, stringy synthy melody. That is very nice, but I did like the bass line too. Um, but it also, there's a bit at the beginning, and in fact, actually throughout, and it, is it is it an accordion, speeded up accordion? I, no, in Joel, no. Yes, sounded very accordion. <laughs> Probably it's, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an accordion, but it sounded like it. Yeah, sound yeah. Like one, that it? was to me was the jelly, that to me was the jelly top. Which bit was the beef jerky then? The bass. Ah. Uh, was it particularly you know chewing on a bit of beef jerky low down brown dirty was it particularly stringy good really good (laughs) yeah definitely a tooth flosser (laughs) sonically speaking (laughs) well I don't think we could have described that any better if anybody nobody can argue with that surely I'll tell you what, whoever's listening to tonight's episode is in for a, a sonic treat. It's amazing all the way through. Because I've got I've invited some new people to listen and I'm very excited about this. <laughs> As I'm sure they are. Should we uh, should we have a listen to uh, does Dr. Skyme's song? What's he called? Oh, it's not Dr. Skyme, it's, it's Bad Request. Uh, Jib. You're right. I bad, nearly made a mistake and it is Bad Request. Yeah. Dr. Skyme is involved. Absolutely. Let's get involved. <laughs> Thank you. 
that speeded up accordion in there. Was it a speeded up accordion? I don't know. We'll find out in the fullness of time, I'm quite sure. Phil reckoned it was. I don't think it, it was. Yeah, Phil's it was like to it me. was Phil's idea, not mine. All right, yeah, blame Phil. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a... That was the Jelly Tots bit, by the way. <laughs> I like the Jelly Tots bit. Yeah, and I found the, um, the, the, the beef jerky bit a little bit chewy. Should we stop with that? For the minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's, yeah, let's move on. on. Uh, right, okay, so uh, coming up next, uh, Andy, I'm going to let you um, sort all this out because you're far better at this than I am. Phil's got something uh, fantastic coming up. So do you want to just have a quick chat with Phil about this? Yeah, well, coming up, we're going to have a listen to a couple of Phil's tunes. Um, in the middle of that, we're going to um, talk about one of uh, Phil's favourite bit of kit, or uh, it's the piece of kit that he wants to talk to us about tonight, which is the Yamaha CS15. Then we're going to listen to another one of Phil, Phil's tunes called uh, Cyber Gangster. Um, Phil's going to give us a bit of a chat about both of those tunes, hopefully, and uh, fill us in on why he likes the Yamaha CS15 so much. In fact, we had a, a Yamaha on last week, didn't we? We did. It was the... Didn't, oh, Christ, which one was it? It was the... CS80. That refate. was it. Yeah. 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 That was it. Yeah. So, that um, was it. Yeah. So, Phil, I mean, March of the Freaks. What can you tell us about it? It's a cracking tune, by the way. Yeah, well, I'm not going to do the old food or confectionery-related review of it, as it's my own tune, and all those geeks out there that tune in regularly to this show will be interested in all the geeky stuff that I went behind the creation of the song. Well, disappointingly, it was done all in the box, because um, I find that very convenient these days. I've got, got a bit lazy. But what I wanted to do, the the how it originated... I did it as a potential contender for one of the um, Only Human albums. Oh, right. Um, right. But but it didn't get into the shortlist. But um, I wanted to make a Calvin Harris type of track, and I did intend to put some vocals on it. There's um, a girl that I paid to sing um, down the garage sort of thing, <laughs> and uh, I was going to get her... <laughs> to warble over the top. She's a wedding singer, so she's got a certain style. Yeah. Um, often doesn't fit with electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like a pub singer. Right, OK. But anyway, I thought, when I'd finished it, I thought, you know what, this sounds all right on its own. It's got a bit of a Calvin Harris leadish thing, and that's basically it. That's uh, what I've submitted. So what's, the, I mean, what's behind the title? I mean, what was going through your mind when you decided to call it March of the Freaks? I think it was a period of my life that I was going through, and uh, it was um, people at work, basically. Oh, <laughs> that were... <laughs> are you, cheesing me are you off. still the same? Are you still working in the same place? Then? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was a previous place <laughs> where everybody was. It's around Coventry, where there's a lot of um, people, you know, fraternising with the same family oh. <laughs> type of person. <laughs> So what, when you say so, it inspired the song. What what do you mean by yep. out of a box? Out of the box. What does that mean? Uh, in the box, I mean. It, sorry, yeah, to yeah. say out. Well, of the box. That, whatever. Yeah. What is the box? In, in the box. I mean, in the computer. Right. Ah, the computer. Right, right, right. So it was all done with soft synths. It was done with soft synths and um, and a soft synthy drum machine. Whereas the next track is the one that I did with all hard But again, right. okay. you, you know, we've, we've said this before, Andy, as well, that, that, you know, it doesn't matter what you make anything with. It makes no difference whatsoever. 
if you want to make it with a with a, a load of VSTs inside a door, you want to do it with a load of hardware, as long as the tune sounds fantastic and you like it, who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But when you've got so many talented people that are part of the only human collective, people that contribute to this site that um are very talented with the hardware um aspect of things. You do. You can feel like, oh, am I cheating a bit doing it in the box? But no, no, that's the beauty not. of this group. Yeah, that's the beauty of this group is everybody's so accepting and just appreciates anybody's music. Well, absolutely, and particularly as you're talking to one of the most cack-handed people in the whole group here as well tonight. So you know, as we were just talking about before, you know, I've got a piece of equipment that just makes any idiot be able to make music. So please don't put yourself down, Phil. You are, you know, the stuff you've stuck out is amazing. It's utterly amazing. Oh, thank you very much. Good. <laughs> <That's> all right. <laughs> Shall we ever listen to it? Why don't we? Should we put it on? Why don't Yeah, we? go on. So this is this is Phil Swirler Burner with March of the Freaks, is it? March of the Freaks. March of the Freaks. Here we go.
only human radio. Oh, that was that was great, Phil. I loved that. Now, if I was going to put confectionery around that, I would say that was because a bounty bar you can get in uh, three different sizes you can get a you can get your fun size you can get your normal size you can get your three stacker i'd so i call that a three stacker bounty bar <laughs> fabulous i'm getting i'm getting your feeling there i can, I can see where yeah. you're coming little, from i wish i thought yeah, that myself little, you know just a little bit of a, a little bit of a i don't know caribbean feel about that a little bit you know felt a little bit special you know yeah. it's not every day it's Lovely. not like it's yourself not, it's not every day you can have a bounty is it? You know, you're not going to choose a bounty every day. Not like a Mars bar or Snickers. It's a, it's an occasional bar, a bounty. It's a special, but you'll, you'll save that for a particular day. It, particularly the, it pl- is a special occasion Particularly bar. the three stacker. <laughs> so, you know. Have I walked through I'd a portal? <laughs> <laughs> I like the three stacker because it rhymes with tracker. <laughs> Got a sweat on, uh, right? Uh, so, <laughs> Andy, I think we're I think we're going to talk to Phil about his favourite piece of gear, uh, not his favourite yeah. confectionery in this next section, because it is Andy's Gear Geek Corner. What does that knob do? Oh, Yamaha CS15. Indeed, Phil. And what a fine piece of equipment that is. Again, I'll shut up, Andy, and pass over to you with your firmer, uh, harder, and much more capable hands. Ooh. Right. Okay, so uh, Gear Geek. Um that's me. Yeah, f- welcome Commander Phil. Welcome Phil. Um to the hallowed slot that is Gear Geek. So I'm going to start with the question I ask everybody. Um Phil, what is the Yamaha CS15? Right, this Yamaha CS15 is a late late 70s, early 80s monosynth made by Yamaha. Um, do you want to hear why I ended up getting yeah, one? Go on. Why did you end up getting I was one? Knifed, I was knifed on the way back from a disco. What? And with the compensation money, I went out and bought a Yamaha. Really? I was going to get a CS5. But when I got there, I found I could afford a CS15. Is that true? Okay, so that's extraordinary. So basically, a CS15 to answer your question. <laughs> I know it is, isn't it? The CS15 to answer your question is a two oscillator um, monosynth with two distinct and discrete um, signal paths with a very flexible si- mixer section. And the strength of the machine was, apart from it having a fantastic uh, bandpass filter which meant it could do vowel sounds, ah, yeah. which was really yeah. unusual, which was really unusual. It, it couldn't self-oscillate on the old filters for all you geeks out there. So no whistling filters, which was a bit of a disappointment to it, but to me. But with the bandpass, you could get these vowel sounds. And also it had a fabulous trigger input with a very sensitive audio trigger. So you could really put your drum machine through it and trigger the notes in time with your drums. Wow. Perfectly, a fabulous piece of kit. So it, um, um, I had a quick look at it before uh, we came on tonight, and it's one of, it's, it's one of those upright ones, isn't it? It's where the panel is actually uh, vertical. Yes. Yeah. Well, what well, I thought it was of Korg when I first knew about saw synth- it. Ah, right. Well, all I knew about synthesizers when I was going to buy one was I liked a Moog. Yeah. Um, a Moog, a mini Moog. And when I went to the shop, that was the only one which had the 
angled back, which looked just like the Mini Moog with all the knobs right, on. Okay. And that was the only criteria. <laughs> It'd have more knobs than the CS5. <laughs> that was the cr- criteria I used to buy it. I couldn't play a note. And uh, I was um, 16 years old. Wow. And blew all the cash. When I got home, my mum says, you're not, you're not old enough to get a good thrashing buying that. You can't even play a chord on it. So have you still got that now? No, I sold it to Andy Meacham of Bizarre Inc. and he's still got it. Really? Yeah. So he's got it in his setup. Phil, Phil knows a few people, don't you, Phil? That's it. Well, he's from Stafford, so it's not oddly surprising. It's a good, it's a good <laughs> sale, I'm from Stafford. <laughs> and everybody says, where did you get that from? He says, oh, God, I bought that from Phil, you know, Swillerburner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say, never. You don't know him, do you? <laughs> Mr. Meach. <laughs> so do you think you'll get another one? I have been toying with the idea, but um recently I've bought a I think you used to have a Deep Mind. I bought a Deep Mind I six did. and I'm absolutely delighted with it. I nearly chose that. I, it, it, I like it so it's much. It's amazing. Well I had the um so you've got the you've got the one with the keys, which I can't play. I've I had the Deep Mind twelve, which was the the desktop version. But it is an astonishing bit. It's a very Deep piece of kit, which is why I sold it. It was too deep yeah. for me. It's far deeper than you'd expect, and it. Oh, I just, I just love it. Since, oh, absolutely, that's my second favourite synth since the the old CS15, which I'd recommend anybody I mean, to buy, even now. Never fell out of tune or anything. Can you still get hold of? Is is there a, is there a reboot of it, or is there? Um, are they still? No, but I. They're not one of the more fashionable synths, so they're pretty reasonable price yeah, still. Really? They're still about five or six hundred quid. Behringer will knock one out for about 150 quid fairly shortly, anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> so, what kind of stuff were you playing at that time? What were you using it for? What Were you in a band or? Yeah, I was originally in a band called Step Two, and uh, somebody called us. Step two and son, and it really cheesed us off. <laughs> but um, that was with a guy called John Mottershead. Do you remember? I do him? remember. Did John, you ever yeah, know him? Yeah, I did know John. And he he had an SH101, a TB303, and a TR606. So he did the bass, the drums, and the rest of the stuff, and I did I had just me CS15. So uh, I was I was lucky to be in the band, I suppose. And then I ended up with Smiley Cooper. Do you remember I do Smiley? Remember Smiley, yeah. And I, I did a few um, pop synth duo things with him and used that most of the time. I don't know if anybody knows who's listening, but Phil used to be in the uh, Adventure Babies. Um, played keyboards for Adventure Babies, didn't you, Phil? And for those of you who don't know, the Adventure... I did. The, those of you who don't know, the Adventure Babies were signed to the greatest, in my opinion, in uh, British record label ever, which was Factory Records. Um, so you, 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 and you but there's a particular claim that, to fame around that as well, though, wouldn't there? We were the last band signed to Factory. Yeah. I don't, I, I, you know, what are the chances? But how many? You, you, did you have two singles out? Yeah, we had a couple of singles out. We had the um, Camper Van EP, and we had um, Barking Mad, and then we just mixed Laugh which was going to be charting in the actual charts because we got into, I think, about number four or something in the really? indie charts. Could be wrong, yeah. And then we then we were predicted to actually chart with our next single. 
but then it all went pear shaped because Happy Mondays bankrupted the place. Um, and 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 that was when you actually had to sell a significant number of records to actually get into the charts. Whereas now, if you get seventeen downloads, you're possibly at number seventeen in the charts. Whereas <laughs> then, you actually actually really sell a significant number to get anywhere. Yeah, and it did help being on Factory because, of course, there's like Factory fans and what have you that would just buy yeah. anything. <laughs> I was one. <laughs> Not that we were bad. In my opinion, we thought we were pretty good. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. But just to keep it on the subject of this um, of this show, instead of me blowing smoke up my own backside because <laughs> I was signed to one of the most iconic record labels ever. You were. You were. <laughs> I, think um, I'd, I think I'd mention it a few um, times, Phil, if I'd have done that. So, yeah, you didn't really worry about that. Yeah. Well, but I was, I was in a Britpop band... So the keyboard I went out and bought was a a Korg, sorry, a Korg wave station, which was the most inappropriate keyboard because what we needed was pianos. It didn't even have a piano sound in it. (laughs) And I didn't realise till I got it home. I was obsessed with the synth engine in it. So I had to go out and buy for about 300 quid or something a piano card to put in it. Yeah, but it had a really good rotary organ and great strings. I'll oh. give it that. So you, 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 the, the first tune that you pl- we played of yours, March of the Freaks, you said that that was all computer based. But the next one, yeah. What, so this has got more hardware in it, or is it completely hardware? It's. I think it's virtually all hardware, apart from some of the drums. Um, so I've got a list. I wrote a list down of what I could remember was was in it. Um, let me just have a look. So yeah, so Cyber Gangster we got Emu Mofat, right? Which was doing most of the scratching and those type of. And in fact, the drums were all from hardware, but sequenced from Cubase, right? Okay. Because the drums were out of the Mofat as well. Um, and then I've got a Korg MS two thousand, which is a bit like um the Korg. You've got the little mini. Oh one. yeah, the micro Korg, uh, but yeah. a bigger, but. A, Micro cork, and I used it's me through the vocoder on that doing some of the vocoder oh, vocals. Yeah, um, don't mess with the cyber gangsters or whatever it is. You're going and, down, you're um, gonna pay. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's not, wasn't doing that bit. That was, um, like, as this hasn't got a wide distribution, I, I doubt we'll get litigated. But... <laughs> That's that's a hip hop sample <laughs> going down, that I did on my Emu ESI thirty two sampler. So it was sampled in a hardware box, ESI thirty two. And then I think it was a Roland SH thirty two, which is another virtual analog doing the bass. Yeah. So it was. Um, it's all virtually done out, you know, sort of with hardware. This one it, and with so- a bit of me doing a bit of vocal on it. So the thought that the, the sort of motivation behind the track is it an homage? Is it a bit of a, you know a bit of a Mickey take, or is it a, done through a love of this style of music, or was it an exercise in seeing if you could create a piece of music like this? Yeah, right. There was exactly I, what I decided. Like the last one, I wanted a Calvin Harris type of track. This yeah. one, I wanted to try and sound like the heyday of um, Pop Will Eat Itself. Oh right, okay, fair enough. 
And it, like Defcon One, you yeah, know, that's great. Traffic. Big Mac fries to go. <laughs> big Mac fries to go. Give me Big Mac and your fries to go. You know, and all those like um, crazy horses samples and stuff like that. So that's what I started out to do, and ended up with like a, a gangster hip hop track. <laughs> it's uh, well, I love it. I do. Oh. I've got one thing more, more thing to say about it. it. This is how old it is. It it used to be on a thing called MySpace. Blimey. And on MySpace, I had 10,000 followers. And this got to number four in the Electronica really? charts. Brilliant. On MySpace. Yeah, and with, with one or two dudes going, hey, man, that's uh, like, you know, um, what did they call it? Hard. Hard track. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't that hard, really. <laughs> and, then, and then MySpace went bust as well. D- d- I know. That's just how it rolls It's a bit me. of bad luck, that really, <laughs> Phil, isn't it? It's, yeah, you have had, you have had a I wonder how many listeners we're going to get to on this one, about one. <laughs> <laughs> and then YouTube will go bust. Phil, I've got one quick question for you. I'm just going to hark back to Gear Geek Corner just very quickly. Yamaha CS15, if you were going to put a confectionery bar against it, which one would it be? Oh, probably a sherbet fountain. Yeah, it's that licorice bit, because it's a fairly dark-looking synth, and then it's got a lot of fizz. <laughs> oh, see, see, that's because you're a proper... A lot of fizz under the bonnet. because you're a proper musician. I'd written down a picnic bar. And, and that's because... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? I, I don't know. I don't Brilliant. Know. Because, it, because nobody... It's just because I'd have liked it on my own and nobody else would have listened to anything I did with it, probably. But anyway, oh. let's get past that melancholy. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, everybody loves a picnic bar, but I'd love a sherbet <laughs> fountain. Should we listen to your song, Phil? I think we're on. This is uh, Swirler Burner. It's uh, Cypher <laughs> Gangster. Here we go. Some reefer. Down. You're gonna pay. 
Cyber Gangster. Crikey, well, it was all happening there. Uh, you're going down. You're going to pay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> not saying any more than that. I think you need to know where you are. And I think you do know where you are. Phil's made us all very, very clear on that point. Yeah, yeah. Nasty piece oh, of work, mate. Yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> You've got that glint in your eye, Phil. You can tell with some people. It's just that sudden, you know, there's a turn, there's a fret. What am I talking about? Anyway, right up next, we've got Rob. We've got Rob Etcher Sketch, uh, Rob Dixon, um, with, uh, I think, it's, is, it, is this, re- no, what's this called? It's Rainy Day. Rainy it's Day. Rainy Day. Rainy Day. And, well, this, Phil, this uh, is one of, yeah, go on, go on, Andy. This is one of Rob's um, lockdown tunes. He, we've mentioned previously, and when we had him on, that he was quite productive throughout he was. lockdown. I mean, despite moving house about eight times and um, homeschooling and uh, working, he, he managed to put an album yeah. of worth of material together. So and this is... Well, and Andy, sorry to interrupt you, but throughout the majority of lockdown, so March, uh, I think, until where we are now, uh, I think 90% of that has been sunny days. It's been beautiful. It's been wonderful weather. I know everything else has been absolutely appalling. However, it's been beautiful sunny weather. However, I think Rob wrote this on the rainy day that was one of those 10%. rainy day. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. I've got a feeling that was written on that because it it sounds like a rainy day. And that's not a bad thing. It's. I'm going to use one of Rob's phrases because he hashtags a lot when he's uh, when he's on Instagram. And one of the hashtags that uh, I thought, oh, that's quite a nice description, was dark ambient. Um, and yeah. I think that's a, it's his description of. But I think it's very apt to describe yeah. this piece of music. It is. I'm glad he didn't do hashtag picnic bar um, because that would have possibly ruined Phil's next confectionery. Phil, what confectionery yeah. did you put to this? I'm waiting to see if I have put, I, yeah, I have put some confectionery to this actually. But I've got to say first of all about Rob Dixon and the Etch a Sketch act that he is, is he's the king yeah, of modular. He is. I mean, how he goes out and plays them live uh, without any fear. I mean, I just wouldn't have the confidence to do it. I mean, I've seen him a couple of times, and uh, he's just um, gobsmacking. Mm. Yeah, it's what impressive, he gets isn't it? Out of those machines. It, I mean, one wrong twist of a knob and it could all go well, quiet. Th- that's happened to a lot of us. Which, uh, ooh. Yeah. But um, back to the review, um, what I was going to say was I thought I was feeling space food. Ooh. You know, like what people have in outer space, um, floating about, <laughs> sort of ethereal, um, and in a... In a bowl, being sucked out of a bowl of sugar-free Seven Up, <laughs> with metallic ice cubes clanging about in there in the bowl. <laughs> it was just amazing. I was, I was just taking it. I felt like I was in that that blooming Stan, Stanley Kubrick film. Oh, yeah, blooming Space Odyssey, two thousand and one Space Odyssey. Yeah, no, that's the Bowie tune. It's Space Odyssey. That's it, Odyssey. <laughs> that's you, it. Not, which is also a great act, Odyssey, by the way. So you're not you're not talking about space dust, the ones that crackle on your tongue. Oh, you've done it again! You've ruined it! <laughs> really? How did you come out with that? Oh, God! I was trawling my brain and there it was. I could have said, I mean, space dust. 
Anyway, well done, so my kids had some last week, and I had a little bit, and it made my brain crackle. And it's most peculiar stuff. But you're right, it's it is fantastic, it? almost as fantastic as this tune. Um, it, and you describe that beautifully, Phil. Wonderfully. How anybody can describe confection so perfectly for a tune. And, and, and it's quite a melancholy piece as well. It is quite a, you know, it, it, it's a thoughtful, inside-reaching, you know, it's a piece that makes you have a little bit of a think. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It reminds me a little bit of early Tangerine Dream, you know, where it Ooh, exists yeah. and it's, it's it exists in its own kind yes. of universe. It's sort of Good shout, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, like it, it, like what you're saying. It creates its own atmosphere, I think, and Tangerine you can step Dream, in yeah. and uh, you know, yeah, clang about yeah, in there, yeah, <laughs> have a bit of a look. It's beautiful space, does crackling about, you know, yeah. Well, I, I haven't listened to a bit of Tangerine Dream for. Uh, 20 years, I don't think. And uh, so, well, should, we have, should we have a little listen now? This is what, yeah, what, What's the song yeah. called, Andy? Yeah. It's called Rainy Day. Rainy Day. Rob Dixon, Etch a Sketch. Here we go.
Modular King. That was another beauty. And just lovely that. Relaxing and looking out the window and all that. Can I just can I just say, um, if you want to hear the rest of the album, it's called Radical Acceptance and it's available on uh, Bandcamp. Just and it is good. So who do you search for? Yeah, so go on, Andy. Yeah, who do you search it's, for? Uh, you search for Etch-A-Sketch um, and it's there. It's called Radical Acceptance and I think there's eight tunes all recorded. Similar veins, similar kind of mood. Some of them, some of them are beatsy, some of them are completely ambient. So, uh, yeah, if that's your thing, then there's more. Yeah, but if you haven't listened to Etch stuff before, it's, he's amazing. He really is. It's fantastic stuff. Uh, there isn't a bad tune in there. So, yeah, well done again, Rob. Um, utterly amazing. Uh, speaking of utterly amazing, uh, we've got a jingle coming up, Andy. We've not mentioned... I, I, I thought I'd try to step back a little bit on the jingles. I thought I'd over, overdoing the jingle promotion. But, no, the, no. Um, but you know, to be fair, um, you know, the Master Blaster jingle... It, it, well, let's everybody, let everybody judge themselves. And there's Master Blaster. Time for tea. Mum, I'm doing a jingle. Yeah, if that isn't a BAFTA award-winning jingle, I don't know what is. That's extraordinary, surely, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's uh, the second best jingle on the show. It, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> it is, it's almost as good as that uh, Gear Geek. That's jingle, the best. Is, that's yeah, that's the best jingle on the show. That, that that's not bad. Yeah, that isn't bad. To be yeah. fair, we'll yeah, have to yeah. get a new jingle for next week. We could do a show just of jingles. Yeah, let's just do some jingles. Yeah, why not? Um, we could we could give it a crack. But anyway, we are on uh, on Andy's master blaster, uh, yeah. and what a master blaster we have! So last week we had um, Silver Columns playing Columns, which was which was a fantastic song. Um, just amazing. Uh, this week we've got something, um, and again, you don't want to say it's better than anything else or anything like that. But cracky, this is good, Andy. Uh, where, where have you picked this little beauty out from? Um, well, this is by a guy called Martin Christie. Um, he was originally called um, Poet and the Loops, um, but he's he's gone back to his original name now. I can't remember who I. Basically, Martin Christie is one of or the head honchos of the electronic music open mic uh-huh. um, movement. Um, <clears throat> so he's taking the blueprint of open mic, people strumming, strumming guitars, turning up with guitars and singing their songs and everything, and he's he's turned that into an electronic music open night where people turn up with boxes, people turn up with um, little bits of kit, and I think they have a 15, 20-minute slot to set up, play and take down. Uh, very much in, That's right. Very, but, Phil, you've actually been to one of these nights, have haven't you? you? There's one runs in Leicester, yeah, and I've been to... Um, Unfortunately, just one of them. They've always one of them fell unfortunately on a Chester night at, at the Story House, so I had to miss that one. But yeah, that fantastic, absolutely brilliant. So Martin Christie is the is the guy who is behind um, this particular movement, um, and an, it was inspirational to me because um, I've been making music in my bedroom for many, many, many years. Um, got to the point where. I started to feel as if I should do a little bit more, Googled around, had a look, and uh, the name Martin Christie came up. Then I realised he was a musician, which led me to his SoundCloud page and led me to this tune that we're going to play this evening. Um, So the tune is very inspirational, uh, but also the, um, the, the, the sort of the EMOM, electronic music open mic network that Martin's built up 
over the last couple of years. So very, very inspirational. Um, I'd love to have him on the show one time. That would be also fantastic. Um, but the tune I've chosen of his is called On the Day of the Oligarchs. And it's possibly the first time I've heard a cowboy-style, bonanza-style <laughs> melody line set to a chip tune. It shouldn't work, but it really does, and it's absolutely amazing. I, I think you guys have heard it as well, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Phil, Phil, what do you yeah. think? Well, sticking with the theme, I felt it was like an overdose of toxic waste sour candies. <laughs> that my kids used to have at the beginning, that chip sound, like 8-bit almost, yeah. um, makes your teeth jangle, but in a good yeah, way. Yeah. Um, and I felt it was washed down with a pint of lilt because it's got a sort of a reggae sort of feel to it. And it sound, sounded like it was all being played on the veranda of a te- Texan ranch. Yes. Owned by President Putin. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you, it's not very often these days that you can say something's unique uh, and original, absolutely. but I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Can I summarise, Phil, and say, uh, Mum's made me eat a lime and I've had a caramac to, to counteract? Are you doing it again? <laughs> You've nailed it again. It took me hours to think up that review. <laughs> Love a caramac. It's... <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was listening to this as well, um, I was trying to work out which um, computer game I thought it sounded a little bit like. Is there a bit of Cubit in there? Is there a bit of Cubit? Maybe not. Or does well, anybody else know Cubit, or is it just me? It's just you, I think. But just, it, but you, just you. Yeah, but you know, Do you remember um, Cubit? It used to it used to jump up like it was a pyramid of squares. Oh, yeah. It used to jump up. You had do, two yeah. legs. You had no arms. Cubit used to jump up. Did he have a big nose? Like a load of cola yeah, squares. It was, it was the it was the worst arcade. If you if you'd put ten p in that, you'd have wasted your ten p. You should have played Scramble or Defender. <laughs> I um, you asked, I contacted him just before the show started. You wanted to know how he'd made it, and it turns out he got back to me. It's made on a teenage engineering pocket operator. No way. The, uh, uh, the arcade version. No way. What? Just that one piece of equipment. Yeah, it's a teenage engineering pocket operator. They're about That's 70 ridiculous. quid. Yeah. And they look like That's calculators, ridiculous. don't they? Yeah. That is ridiculous. So this tune is made on that. So, and it, so, I mean, obviously he's recorded his voice as well, so he's stuck it into a door or something like that. But seriously, yeah. all the tune, that is amazing. That just Fair makes it even me. more fascinating. Well, I tell you what, we've built this up quite significantly and everybody's um, probably got their Caramax lined up and their... Um, God knows what else. <laughs> uh, so we should ever listen. This is Martin Christie uh, on the day of the oligarchs. Only human radio.
Let me tell you a little story. Happened long time ago. When the people were swept aside by the laws, the laws of the land. Whoa, 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 whoa. But you know who And on the first day of the oligarchs, the ruling elite created workers. And on the second day of the oligarchs, the ruling elite created money. And on the third day of the oligarchs, the ruling elite created banks. And on the fourth day of the oligarchs, the ruling elite created And I believe that all of these things never last Cast aside a stranger from your distant past Call aside an offering of everything you know oh, oh. Can't believe in difference or where you need to Need to, need to go Let me tell you another story Happened more recently When the people were unable to vote In a referendum Whoa, 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 whoa. But you know whoa. Martin Christie. Wasn't that just uh, anyway? If you haven't heard Cubert before, look up Cubert on. Uh, I'm sure that was Cubert, but that was just utterly, utterly amazing. There, there is more operator. Martin Christie. There's more Martin Christie available, so go and check it out. I love it. It's ace. Oh, utterly amazing. Proper 16-bit madness and uh, fantasticness. Uh, now, again, as always, the, there's, there's there's a point in the night where we reach a pinnacle, and it just gets too difficult to actually. Everything else, like, I don't know, goes into an insignificant cloud because there's something that really shines out amongst it all, like some kind of star that's brought a little bit closer to the Earth and uh, everything's got a little bit 
brighter to us all. Our hearts are warming. It's you, Andy. It's you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So it's kind. A, it's, so kind. Uh, it's, it's you with Dance Balloon. I, I, I don't want to mention it. Ballon. Meant, you spent Dance Balloon. Dance Ballon. Anyway, but apart from that, uh, <laughs> go on, mate. it's a fantastic song. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but it is. It's, uh, don't ask me what a dance ballon is. I don't know. It's just two silly words I thought were funny at the time. Well, it's I French down... for. Sorry, go on. It's French for. Uh, well, you should pronounce it dance ballon. And uh, it it's roughly translates wow. into dance balloon. So. <laughs> or dance Fabulous. ball. I love, a, I love some dance balloons. <laughs> and, and, and the only difference between the French and the English is the letter C has been changed for the letter S. Yes. <laughs> so I'm glad you explained that was French because it just looked like a spelling error. <laughs> but I wrote down uh, yeah. toe tapping, head nodding, wink inducing beat. I could see myself in a bar seeing a lovely French lady in the corner, perhaps with a small quiff, giving a little nod and a wink of the eye, wandering over and then get a drink splashed in my face. Tain. Exactly. I could see that exactly. And I'm sure Phil has got some kind of confection we can uh, link into this. Yeah, I was thinking along the lines of Bazooka Joe, <laughs> the the bubbly gum, that you could chomp away on it on the dance floor and then blow a bubble, which would look like a ballon. <laughs> would, you do it, would you do it in the heart shape? ballon. Would you do it in a heart shape? Fabulous shape? again, though, Andy. Sorry, Jules. So, would you just dip your hand in the top and put it in a heart shape as you did it? Absolutely, yeah. With whilst whilst never stopping a beat to dance ballon <laughs> with the with the with the bazooka Joe out at full you'd expanse. A, you would cl- obscuring your whole face. You'd click fabulous. Clicked your Cuban heels, flicked a yep. cigarette to the side, and, be, and then push your arm absolutely. around her waist and scooped her out of the room. Absolutely. But I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how Andy does it. He, he outputs so much quality stuff all the time. I just think, oh, my God, how's he, how's he get the time to do it? He's amazing. Well, if, it, if, if this a tune is, nowhere, is five minutes know. long, then I've spent about ten minutes on it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, cry, well, well, that's even worse, because if you can kick stuff like this out in ten minutes, the, no, hour, this, that's just, no, th- that's just on, annoying. I've been slightly... I'm being slightly disingenuous. I made this for Rob and um, Modulate TV, so this was a, this was a jam that had taken you know I'd spent a bit of time on it, but because there is a video of it on YouTube, um, this is just the audio. But I think Rob's going to use it for the next Modulate TV as well, so um, you're going to have to hear it again. Does the video uh, is the video of me and Phil in a den- in a disco with Phil blowing bubbles and me trying to chat about French girl with a quiff and. That whole if thing. you can if you can film yeah. that in time, then go for it. Phil, should we do that? <laughs> oh, it'd be fabulous. Yeah. It couldn't fail, yeah. could it? <laughs> it'd be like an MTV classic, <laughs> but done now. <laughs> Instead of the 80s. <sighs> should we ever listen? Yeah. This is this is Andy Peggs with Dance Ball.
only human radio. Oh, dance balloon. No, sorry, Andy. Dance balloon. Well, that was magnificent. Really, what a beautiful toe tapping, head nodding, winking, deucing. Fabulous. It was nothing short. You're very kind. Really. Well, kind. Thank you, thank you. well, well. It's it, you know, you are magnificent. You know you are. You know you are. Thanks. Um, that was like a little warm arm around the shoulder, just to say you know you are, Andy. We all know. It's you. got it's got two electrons on it. Is there? Yeah, How many? But I'd, um, two. Oh, well, that's not lots. That's two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't afford lots. Yeah. And remember, kids, no spitting your bazooka Joe out onto the disco dance floor. <laughs> Very poor it form. Is. Otherwise, you might get in that French lady's stilettos, and then that's really ruined our chances. Good Lord knows what will happen. Anyway, uh, so that was uh, Dance Blanc uh, from Andy. Um, and we're moving on now to... Uh, we've got uh, we've got, we've got the wonderful Martin Eve. We, we, we had Martin on last week, didn't we? We were chatting to Martin last week. He was a very was knowledgeable... Week before. Was, was it the week, week before? before. Where's the time going? We had on last week. Crikey, we did. Oh, absolutely, and we did. Martin's right. a month ago now. A month ago. Where did that month yeah. go? But uh, Martin is, um, I mean, he, the, the guy, he knows his stuff. He's a, he's a seasoned professional. Um, mm. And again, he's popped it in a little tune here, which is, ah, oh, I don't know. It's hard to know how to, I, I couldn't write a lot down for this. It's just beautifully he's, he's, subtle. He sent over um, a, a number of tunes. And to be honest with you, the standard's that high. I could have yeah. just picked any of them really i mean i like this one because it had it's quite gets quite rhythmic um but any of them would have been absolutely wonderful to listen to but i think you're right they are quite delicate and quite sophisticated aren't they absolutely yeah i mean he's everything he does has just got that real air of professionalism around the whole thing um yeah and they're always wonderful how did you find it phil well just just before I review it, I've just realised about his act's name, Fourth Eden. I mean, his name is Martin Eve. I'm going to suggest he should perhaps change his name by default to Adam Eve and in the Garden of Eden, the Fourth Eden. I can see what he's done there with his act. I'm guessing, you of course, kn- you I don't know him personally. Do you think of it the nail? I don't know. You well, anyway, let me get nail. on with the review. You might have. Maybe he's not a scientologist. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure he'll come in with some comments if he's listening in, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but but my review is, once again, around the theme of food, would you believe, um, there's like a slurpy sort of a, a swishy sound Ooh. to it. I thought it was like sucking up licorice shoelaces, covered in kali. <laughs> We've got certain fears, a certain suction to it. And then, like you say, in, in, surprisingly, in comes the rhythmic element, elements. <laughs> And it sounds like um, he's like sucking this Kali up from a punch bowl of iron brew. And with the fizzing and the bubbling of the iron brew, gobstoppers are being chucked into the bowl, dung, 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 bouncing from the sides in a fabulous ambient rhythm. It's, it's a work of art, absolutely. The juxtaposed rhythm to the ambience of the beginning and the build. He is a man that's mastered the art of putting the tune together. This is no amateur here. This is a guy that knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah. Have you had any ketamine tonight, Phil? Why, well, yeah. 
I've heard about you, Jules. <laughs> I like the gobstoppers. I do like the gobstoppers, but... You, you listen to it now and you'll hear them. It's an amazing sound. It's I don't know how he's come up with the sound, but it's I was struck by it.
Martin E, Fourth Eden. What was that song called, Andy? That was just wonderful. Third Eye. Third Eye. Yeah, yeah. absolutely marvellous. I know Phil loved the title of the song as well as everything else. It was just a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. Uh, all in all, a magnificent piece from Martin then again. So thank you so much, Martin, for uh, everything you've done for us uh, and all of your uh, input so far. And uh, yeah, it's just great having you part of our community. And what a wonderful community we have. And what a wonderful show we've had tonight. I didn't mention before, that was our last tune. I didn't want to bring the night down because we've had such a fantastic, uplifting night. Because Mostly because we've had Phil in the room. Phil, thank you so much. It's been an absolute delight chatting to you tonight. Well, it's an absolute honour, guys, because this is quality that's been pumped out on this station. Quality. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall we shall we do a quick rundown of the uh, of the tunes we've had tonight? I think we probably ought to really. Oh, good lord! It's but what a night it's been. We've had sword swinging robot. What was that? What was the, Andy? You're going to have to help me out here. So if clockwork. I sing, if I shout clockwork, thank you. If I shout out the uh, the artist, you shout out the tune. Sword swinging robot, clockwork. Uh, we had Doctor Skyne with. Uh, well, it's bad request. With oh, it was Jib. Jib. It was actually Jib. Bad request. You're absolutely right there, which was fantastic. There was a little bit of that speeded up accordion or something or other in there. Uh, then we kicked in with a bit of Phil with, uh, was it March of the Freaks? March of the Freaks. March of the Freaks. Um, that was the Bounty Bar song. Uh, then we had a little bit of Gear Geek Corner. We mixed into another one of Phil's ones, which is Cyber Gangster, which is that utterly superb uh, sort of late 80s no sorry late 90s vibe I would say uh, you're going down you're going to pay song um, what was it called? Uh, Cyber Gangster Cyber Gangster, Cyber Gangster. Yeah. of course it was uh, and then we mixed straight into Rob Etcher Sketch which was a beautiful melancholy piece which was uh, was it Rainy Rainy Day Rainy Day yeah. uh, and then we went straight into Martin Christie good lord what a song that was I can even remember the name of this song which was On the Day of the Oligarchs it's amazing awesome. lyrics we didn't and even we didn't even mention the political lyrics at all. I know, all. the lyrics are amazing. I nearly yeah. swore then as well about how Very good that was. We have never sworn on the show, but that was just utterly, utterly amazing. Um, and then we, uh, obviously, we had the pinnacle of the show. It was Dante Boulon uh, yeah. from we, Andy Peggs. We... Yep, uh, just just spell dance correctly next time, if you will. Um, yeah. And then we went straight into Martin Eve, uh, Fourth Eden, with, uh, what was that one called, Andy? Uh, the Third Eye. Third Eye, of course it was. Wonderful stuff. All night. What a, a, an amazing selection of tunes. But you know what? Most of anything, I've really enjoyed talking to Phil tonight. And no, no offence to you, Andy. It's, it's always right. a pleasure talking to you. But, nice. you know. You know. Yeah. If, if ever I can't make it, then we know who to call, don't we? Well, we I do. And also, I think we've I w- definitely got a, no, a new member there. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to go to the toilet ten minutes ago, but I didn't want to miss Andy's confectionery corner. Uh, not Andy, <laughs> but, you know, so, you know. Who would who would have wanted to miss that? Andy's confectionery corner with my uh, with you know, with Phil. Who would have wanted to miss that? Marvelous! Yeah, it's a new feature. We'll have a jingle for that next week. Should we stop rambling and perhaps say good night? Yeah, you can yeah. say the big night. Say good. Say the big night, Andy. Au revoir, bonne nuit. Oh, oh. ballon. Phil, a dance ballon. Indeed. <laughs> Au revoir. Indeed. <laughs> Mon chéri. I would I would give that a. a a nine out of ten goodbye. And that's not bad. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Keep warm. Good night. Look out for the Good sunshine. Bye bye.
Only Human Radio.